0: Thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America, and happy Black Friday. Yep, the day after Thanksgiving. I hope you had a wonderful thanksgiving with your family and friends i know i did i'm so grateful that you may have spent some time listening to the presidential interview series yesterday that was pretty cool well today we're going to keep up with a little more politics we're going to kick the day off with liz Harrington, the national spokeswoman for president donald trump's campaign she's got a lot to say particularly about the big development on tuesday what happened donald trump got endorsed by 150 major evangelical leaders just in iowa a lot of the contenders against Donald Trump have been trying to make Iowa their first battleground, but Donald Trump is up with a commanding lead. In fact, Governor Kim Reynolds' endorsement of Ron DeSantis hasn't had any effect on the polls. Liz Harrington's is going to bring us up to speed on all of that in the opening block. Then our good friend Mike Davis from the Article 3 project, he's going to join us. He has a lot to say about the lawfare that Democrats have waged on so many fronts, whether it's changing election laws or challenging election procedures to pursuing Donald Trump civilly and criminally in the court. Mike Davis has some very strong thoughts about that. He just launched an ad series from his group to educate voters about that. We're going to hear about that in the second block. And then we're going to finish up with Carl Sabo. He joins us from George Mason University. He is One of the premier experts on artificial intelligence and social media technology. TikTok is on a lot of people's minds. Why? Well, just a few days ago, Osama bin Laden's message to America was trending. Young people on TikTok were liking it. What in God's name is that about? How awful is that? Who played that? Got that going? Well, Carl Sabo is going to help us understand that on a great addition today. So he'll be our cleanup hitter today in the third block of the show. Guys, you know, I've got so many great companies that support Just the News, John Solomon Reports, Just the News, No Noise, a television show on Real America's Voice. One of them also supports my health. You know why? I have been taking for the last several weeks Super Beats, these are heart chews. They call it Super Beats heart chews, and they're an easy and convenient way to support healthy blood pressure. They're plant based and they're stimulant free, so you get a green boost without any of the jitters. Paired with a healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Super Beats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. Look at that. Little exercise in Super Beats, You're doing really well. In fact, my doctor noticed it. My blood pressure has been doing fantastic. So do yourself a paypal. Double your potential with Super Beats Heart Shoes to get your blood pressure under control. Get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Shoes and 15% off your first order by going to GetSuperBeats.com and then using the promo code JustNews. One more time. GetSuperBeats.com, promo code JustNews. Thanks, folks. Superbeats. Beats, dot scom Use the promo code just news. All right, we'll be back in a second with Liz Harrington right after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Well, President Trump started breaking in those polls a few months ago, and it hasn't really stopped. He's been topping Joe Biden in the polls left and right, of course, with this latest Harvard-Caps-Harris poll with President Trump at 48 percent over Joe Biden at 41 percent. So it certainly seems like things are trending in a very good direction for President Trump. So here to talk about that and many other things is his spokeswoman, Liz Harrington. Liz, it's great to have you back on the show. Good to see you. Happy early Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Good to see you both. Good to see you, Liz. You know, I with respect to these polling numbers, obviously it is great to see um, for President Trump, his campaign polling higher. But how do how do you sustain that? Because it's got to carry you for another almost 12 months.
2: Well, Amanda, I don't think there's any slowing President Trump down. And I think the poll numbers are indicative uh, that there really is no primary. (laughs) This Republican primary is really non-existent. President Trump has been up and up uh, for many, many months now. And I think he sustains it by keeping uh, hammering home the message of America first and saving our great country. I mean, he put out some great statements just the other day and talking about, you know, what the choice before us is. It's it's peace or peace and prosperity. Or do you want war, uh, high gas prices, uh, no border and this absolute destruction of our country that's been going on the past three years? So he continues to be steady and focused and taking the fight to Joe Biden or whoever the Democrats put up.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt. I want to, Liz, tackle uh, some of the bad reporting on Iowa, because for the longest time, many in the media, many in the Republican establishment said Donald Trump's in Iowa. Uh, Iowa's going to be the place where a contender jumps in and knocks him off the perch. Uh, The governor endorsed Governor Ron DeSantis. Nothing happened. All the evangelicals were being polled around. 150 of them signed a letter yesterday supporting Donald Trump in Iowa. He's stronger in Iowa today than before the race began. Uh, How do so many, quote-unquote, experts get this Iowa dynamic wrong with Donald Trump? He's really popular there, isn't he?
2: (laughs) Absolutely. He's so popular. He's more popular than ever. Uh, And a lot of the polling is actually low uh, on his support because a lot of times they undersample evangelicals. And like we just put out, Uh, 150 signed this letter. It's so indicative of his strong support with that group. But really all Iowans see uh, this race for what it is. They see President Trump as a real leader who delivered for the state. Uh, He has such strong support there. There really hasn't been a competitive race in in any of these early uh, groundbreaking, uh, early voting states. And so What President Trump, he's still showing up. He's giving great speeches like he did last weekend. He's going to be, of course, in South Carolina this coming weekend for the big football game. He's not slowing down. And really, the polls, I think, show that this this race is pretty much over. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And Liz, you know, as, as I see President Trump's campaign and the people who he has staffed his campaign with, folks like you, he has a very healthy number of young people on staff. And I think that that's important because to try to have someone in their 60s or their 70s or sometimes in their 80s, try to message with young people. It just doesn't work. And it oftentimes comes off as phony and, and it turns people in the opposite direction that you want to turn them. And we found in this latest NBC poll that President Trump actually claims a larger share share. share of 18 to 34 year olds than Joe Biden. How how has President Trump managed to do that? Is it because of the young staffers like you on his campaign?
2: It's all President Trump, Amanda. It's all him. He's real. He's authentic. And he appeals to all Americans, unlike any other Republican candidate ever has or ever will. I mean, you're really seeing the kind of support that he's able to bring in that's so non-conventional for the Republican Party. The Republican Party was dead before President Trump went down that escalator. He's saved that party. And really, he's he's shown the American people it's all about common sense. He's brought in disaffected democrats he's brought in independents he's the only one who's able to bring in minority voters to the party and it's unlike anything we've ever seen and it's only going to build and he's able to do it by being real by not pretending not listening to donors not you know making false promises he's a man of his word he leads uh, he's so strong and people people love this man and that's what's such a big misconception that uh, the mainstream media likes to push, but this is the most popular incumbent president we've ever had in our country, and his popularity is only growing.
0: Yeah. as uh, The polls are uh, uh, indisputable about that. He is clearly growing in popularity. It's a pretty remarkable fact. I think for the first time ever, he was up in an NBC news poll, which I think shocked even NBC. So it's pretty amazing. Uh, (laughs) They they had trouble explaining it on air. It was kind of funny (laughs) to watch that scene. Um, I want to stay on young voters for a second. I had this crazy episode. I went to Starbucks the other day to go get a gift card for my niece. And uh, a young person came up to me. They recognized me from TV like, you know, I really didn't like you. And they said, my God, tell you, I'm really uh, gravitating towards President Trump. And I said, well, what's going on? That's interesting. Thank you for saying so. And he said, I'm on a dating rebound. I dated Joe Biden and everything he told me is going to happen. Didn't happen. I didn't get my student loan uh, canceled. I didn't get carbon emissions down. The economy didn't get better. It's not working for everybody. And oh, by the way, Joe Biden was not middle-class, Joe. He was making millions overseas. Is this a moment where young people are sort of having a dating rebound? That was the term this young man used with me.
2: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, they're getting out of college uh, with a, a huge amount of debt, and then they can't buy a home. <laughs> they can barely afford groceries The gas prices are out of control. Uh, crime is up I mean, every on every single measure. Our lives are way worse. And that's yeah. really hard for young people who want to start a family, uh, want to buy a home. Look at the mortgage rates. I mean, you cannot afford it now. And it's just shattering the American dream. So absolutely young people, but, you know, voters of all ages and people are getting off the sidelines as well who hadn't voted to say, hey, this corruption is rotting out our country. Uh, We need to get back to where we were and not just where we were, but better than ever before. And that's what President Trump will deliver. Yeah.
1: Yes. I I again want to stay on the young voter thing because there are a number of issues that I think that Joe Biden, even though he is an octogenarian, there were a number of uh, topics that Democrats really, really tried to claim that youngest demographic on, of course, the first of which. And I think probably what drew in the most, what was the most alluring was the student debt forgiveness. But you've also got things like the green energy plan that Joe Biden is trying to implement. But it's it's essentially collapsing when you factor in everything that is happening these I mean, strikes with union not with uh, union uh, auto workers uh, the the sales as far as electric vehicles across America and then on top of that the fact that this administration seems to be entirely out of touch with what is happening technologically as far as AI. Is there anything left for, oh, and on top of that, a huge divider for young Americans as far as support for Joe Biden is is the Israel Hamas situation. Is there anything that Joe Biden can message on at this point that, that can still draw in young voters?
2: No, Amanda. I mean, I think that's why they're really panicking. Every single demographic that Democrats have relied upon uh, for many decades seems to be completely evaporating in support. And President Trump is gaining among African-American voters, uh, minorities of all different races. He's gaining among young voters, in fact, beating uh, Joe Biden and young voters in some of these polls. And the, these are left-leaning polls. So imagine what the support really is. I mean, the, their sample sizes are always skewed towards the left and giving Joe Biden or a de- or generic Democrat an advantage. So absolutely, they they are floundering, and they know, and that's why they're trying to remove him from the ballot. That's why they're trying to throw him in prison over phony, fake crimes. I and mean, they do not want to face President Trump because they know this support is so real, it's growing, and there's really no stopping it. Yeah.
0: Uh, We've just got about 30 seconds left. Liz, does the president have confidence in the leadership of the RNC? He made some comments yesterday suggesting he might need some change if he keep doing these darn debates. Uh, where is he on the leadership of the RNC right now?
2: Yeah, he's been pretty clear that he wants the RNC to focus on fixing our elections, meeting the Democrats in court. I mean, here you have all this dark money trying to eliminate the number one Republican candidate from the ballot. Yep. Where's the RNC fighting in the court? So that's what he's focused on, cancel these debates. Uh, we want President Trump, uh, the voters want President Trump.
0: All right, folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, we got another good conversation about politics, I can't wait, I'm pretty excited that we don't get a chance to talk to this person that often. Mike Davis from the Article Three Project, up next. IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash just news. That's tnusa.com slash just news. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale: four years for just thirty dollars at AMAC. By joining over two million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC. just justnews That's AMAC. justnews Welcome back, America. Just a few days ago, former President Donald Trump won a major victory in Colorado when it, it was concluded that he, the 14th Amendment did not preclude him from running for a re-election in 2024. Uh, similar de, uh, debates are going on in Minnesota, in Michigan right now. President Trump's already won Minnesota. Michigan's up next. Our next guest, well, he's been warning of the dangers of this lawfare, these sort of uh, attacks to keep Donald Trump off the ballots so voters don't have a choice. He is Mike Davis, the founder and president of the Article 3 Project, and he joins us right now. Mike, great to have you back on the show.
3: Th- thank you for having me.
0: In all the years that I've been a journalist, and it's been a long time, 35 years doing this, uh, I've never seen more efforts to deprive or use the court system to try to deprive people of choices in elections, whether it's the type of security they should have, what candidates can get on the ballot. It's an extraordinary amount of lawfare. Last 24 hours, I think your group put out a new ad to educate people on just what this lawfare, that's what they call it, is doing to American freedom when it comes to elections. Tell us about it.
3: Yeah, so the Article 3 project produced a 60-second ad outlining this lawfare against President Trump. They The Democrats impeached Trump twice for nonsense. They indicted him four times for non-crimes. They've illegally, unconstitutionally gagged him in violation of his First Amendment rights twice. That all backfired. President Trump is now beating President Biden like a drum in the polling going into November 5th 2024 so the democrats are trying to throw their legal hail mary they're trying to just simply take him off the ballot and they tried to do that in colorado uh there is a tactical retreat this this biased denver district court judge out here in colorado sarah wallace said that somehow president there was an insurrection on January 6th that wasn't just a protest that got out of hand and turned into a riot like anyone with common sense would see. She said there was an insurrection. She said that Trump somehow uh, incited that insurrection, but she found a way out where where she said that the the 14th Amendment may not apply to the President of the United States, so she's going to let the Supreme Court reverse her later and try to kick Trump off the ballot later. But this is all part of Democrat lawfare. It's all part of election interference they're trying to bankrupt him in new york for the non-fraud of a business band paying back sophisticated wall street banks in full on time with interest this is not going to work the article 3 project has been on this since the mar-a-lago raid in august of 2022 and we're going to stay on this because the american people not democrat prosecutors democrat judges and democrat juries and democrat hellholes like dc new york atlanta and denver get to decide the next presidential election yeah good point point. Yeah.
1: And, and i think you know you look at the polling and obviously it doesn't help that yesterday president biden had a birthday cake in front of him that looked like it had been torched with a flamethrower but people look at his age they look at the economy they look at border security two wars that we should not even be involved in and and they and and that obviously is bearing out in the polls but for democrats You know They're 0 for 3 now when it comes to these court cases as far as getting President Trump taken off the ballot. If that was me and I'd been smashed in the mouth three times in these court losses, uh, I wouldn't continue. I would try to find another method. Do you think that this kills at least this part of their effort in the crib? Or do you think they're going to continue until they find one judge, just one judge to take him off the ballot and then that sets a precedent going forward?
3: These are tactical retreats by the Democrats. They saw that there was political blowback, uh, that in Denver we created political blowback with the Article 3 project and exposed that this is a partisan Democrat judge who donated to a an anti-Trump January 6th PAC, and then she presided over an anti-Trump January 6th trial to throw Republicans out of office. I think what these Democrats are doing, whether it's the issue of standing or if they're trying to use some other out that that it's a primary versus a general election, they're going to keep coming back because they know that President Trump is going to win. They know the American people want President Trump back in the White House. And so they will do whatever it takes to stop him.
0: Yeah, it's just remarkable. I want to go through a couple of the famous we told you so until they weren't true. Uh, The Democrats told us that Donald Trump was a spy of Russia. He wasn't. Turns out that was a bogus story. Another one that hit us so hard, and now we look back at it and realize what a folly it was, Uh, Major League Baseball pulled out of Atlanta saying, oh, my God, there's a racist new election law in Georgia. They literally deprived the people of Atlanta of one of the great sports events of all time. Uh, And then two years later, they're coming back now because, oh, two judges... One named by Barack Obama actually said, no, there's nothing wrong with this law. It's perfectly constitutional no racism at all. These narratives that get built don't just have a political impact. They're hurting real people, all the people that were dragged before the court with millions of dollars of legal bills and raunch collusion, all the people in Minnesota, the small businesses that could have had a Major League Baseball game and an economic opportunity. When do Democrats pay for the harm that they're causing everyday Americans?
3: They pay when the when the Republicans make them pay. And that's the problem, is we have these Republican politicians, these Republican lawyers who have been sheltering in place since COVID. We had COVID lockdowns. We had BLM and Antifa riots. We had th- this blatant election interference in the last several elections. Now we have Hamas supporters terrorizing Jewish Americans all over America, particularly on college campuses. When, when Democrats feel resistance from Republicans, they back backed out. We've been doing this at the Article Three project. It worked out here in Colorado when they were trying to throw Trump off the ballot. Republicans need to find their backbones and we need to start fighting back legally and politically against the Democrats, lawfare and election interference.
0: Yeah, great point. Yeah.
1: All right. So speaking of Republicans having backbones, I wanted to ask you because, you know, we started out this segment talking about the lawfare and and the smash mouth way in which Democrats maneuver. And this all kind of falls under that umbrella theme of Democrats, which is that the process is the punishment. Now, I've seen a lot of liberal commentators out there saying that if President Trump wins in 2024, this is their, their fear mongering, that President Trump is the one who is going to be turning the justice system back on Democrats on Morning Joe. They even and said, you know, he's going to execute people, and then they kind of walked it back and and you know delicatized the statement that they had just made because they realized it sounded ridiculous. Um, with respect to the way that President Trump would legislate if he were to win next year, it kind of seems like Democrats. The accusations against President Trump, it's just psychological projection because that's exactly what they're doing right now.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right. I troll the Democrats about being Trump's acting attorney general, which is not even legally possible. And during my three-week reign of terror, I'm going to indict and deport and detain and all this nonsense. The point of my hysterics, the point of my hyperbole, is for Democrats to wake up and understand that these are republican tactics. This is how you destroy a country by using lawfare and election interference to go after your political opponents. That's how the Roman, uh, R- Roman Republic Valley was Caesar... Being ch- chased by the Roman insiders and the lawfare against him, where he crossed the Rubicon from Gaul into Rome and it led to the fall of the Roman Republic. And I'm not saying that there's going to be any sort of invasion, but if you have a legal tit for tat back and forth. Between political opponents, you're going to see a, the destruction of your country very fast.
0: Yeah, great point. Uh, really important.
3: Uh, we only got a few seconds, Mike. I want to ask
0: about one more thing that keeps coming up. Liberal dark money groups gave millions to SCOTUS watchdogs targeting all of the conservative justice, uh, Alito, Thomas, etc. Um, another really form of
3: intimidation of jurors, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, this is again, this is part of an organized effort by the Democrats with their billionaire donors. They know that the Supreme Court is the last line of defense protecting all Americans from the government tyranny and mob rule. And so the left, they don't control the Supreme Court, so they're just trying to delegitimize and destroy it.
0: All right, folks, a little gadget wizardry in the final segment. We're gonna talk social media technology, AI technology with Carl Sabo right after these messages. of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first days. Of triple lock home title protection that's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HometitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUST NEWS one more time. Go to HometitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset the equity in your home, folks. Everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bike.
1: Here's a strange st- statistic that I just saw and is quite concerning. A third of American adults get their news from TikTok. Not John Solomon. TikTok, and considering all of the garbage out there on the internet, that is terribly frightening to me. But here to talk about that and many other stories, we've got Carl Zabo. He is the vice president and general counsel at NetChoice, and he's also a professor of internet law at George Mason University. Carl, I hear something like this, and I, you know, I I know what goes on on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok, but you know, I think that for my generation, we see TikTok shorts about a week later on Instagram, and then a week <laughs> after that, the Instagram shorts are on YouTube, and I'm told by my nephew that YouTube is for old people. I can't believe that that's where we are now. But tell me about this, because it seems actually quite concerning to me that news is now being absorbed from a a Chinese social media company. Let's face it.
4: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we don't have a technology problem. We have a social problem. I mean, fake news is nothing new. You've got members of Congress going out there and saying Israel bombed a hospital in Gaza. And you even have the New York Times putting it on the front page of their news. So, Fake news is nothing new and it's not limited just to technology. But what we need to do as parents, as digital citizens is three things. We need to look, we need to teach and we need to talk. We need to look at what our kids are are doing on social media. We need to look at what they're what they're seeing. We need to teach. We need to teach them about the monsters of history like Mao, like uh, Osama bin Laden, like what's going on in Israel. And then we need to talk to them. When these situations arise, we need to have conversations with them and we need to figure out what they're seeing and then educate them on the failures of the misinformation that they see not only online, but sometimes in their own schools. Socialism, for example, just doesn't work. So we need to do a better job across the board of looking, teaching and talking.
0: Yeah, you hit it on the head. This is a person, a problem with culture and society, not necessarily technology. Um, I want to ask about the example that a President Biden would set. So during the 2020 campaign, when President Trump's administration first started warning that TikTok was actually under Chinese control, and might have been part of a, an influence operation in America. That was all dismissed by Joe Biden in his campaign as xenophobia. And oh, by the way, Joe Biden used TikTok. There are reports this week that even despite now that Joe Biden agrees that TikTok has problems uh, and is controlled by the Chinese. It may have had a detrimental effect, even though Congress has voted on it. Uh, Joe Biden might go back to TikTok because he could help him win the election. What message does that send to adults and young people that despite the concerns, well, the president of the United States may go back on there?
4: Yeah, I think that's a really important message. So we we have heard some calls for people to ban technology or ban TikTok. That really scares me, because ban is something you see in authoritarian regimes like China. And I always ask, where does it end? It's a slippery slope. Does the government, because I know this government would certainly love to, start banning things like True Social and Rumble? No, of course not, we don't ban things here. But there's also the messaging. So when people in public positions go and use technology, they say it's safe. I think it's important for everyone to understand what technology is, and that's why we need to start doing a better digital education across the board. You're seeing states like Florida and Virginia actually enact laws to require social media education as part of the course curriculum. So starting to talk to students, starting to talk to teens where they are in schools, uh, speaking to their coaches, and then simultaneously those laws require that material be made available to us, the parents, because at the end of the day, we're kind of Luddites, as was alluded to earlier. You know, when it, gets to, when it finally gets to us, it's not cool anymore. So that's where it needs to be. It needs to be a comprehensive approach, a societal approach, because at the end of the day, it's on all of us to roll up our sleeves and do the hard work of talking tough, but also getting back to teaching the difference between right and wrong. And when it comes to the monsters of history, it's not blurry. It's not unclear. It is right and wrong. And we need to reinstitute that and reteach that regardless of how our teens and our society consumes the media. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it certainly seems like the message for the Biden administration, if they go back on TikTok, is rules for thee, not for me. But I wanted to go back to something you said a moment ago, because you were talking about these these three things that we need to do with kids with respect to looking, teaching and talking and and teaching them about the monsters of history. And I wanted to ask you about this recent trend that we've seen over the last few weeks of of young Americans or or young people in general uh, posting after their reaction after they read Osama. Bin Laden's letter to America. Now, keep in mind, this is the generation who five years ago were pounding Tide Pods. So maybe that contributes to the way that they are viewing this letter. Um, but it seems to me that this is highly manipulated. They're 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 all saying very similar things. They say, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. It changed the way I think about what you know our government says about terrorism. Is that something that is being deliberately manipulated to change ideas for young Americans?
4: You know, I think it's kind of a it. it, when you say something provocative, people pay attention. Right. So for a lot of our teenagers, let's remember for us, September 11th was just yesterday. For them, it's more akin to like Pearl Harbor is to us. But nobody would come out and say the Japanese were right to bomb Pearl Harbor. Of course not. So what we need to do is get back to actually teaching in schools the horrors of Osama bin Laden of Al Qaeda and of September 11 and really make it real for those students. So th- there there are a lot of problems because when you say something that's provocative, people pay attention. If I were just to say the sky is blue, no one's going to look at me. But if I, if I start running around yelling, the sky is green, people will pay attention. But what we also need to do is start calling out these individuals who make these crazy statements. So when they go on social media and they're looking for the clicks and they're making these crazy statements, we need to hold them accountable. And then I think a lot more in the younger generation will begin to realize that actions have consequences. And you're starting to see this with some of the people who come out in support of Hamas on on college campuses, losing job offers. You're starting to see it in the pocketbooks of universities that don't stand up to their woke students by donors pulling the money. So that's where we need to actually start reminding people, you can't just go out there and say whatever you want without expecting to be held accountable for what you say. So actions have consequences, but simultaneously teaching that monsters are monsters, Mao Zedong's a monster, Osama bin Laden's a monster, Hitler's a monster, and there's no gray area when it comes to these monsters of history
0: all right folks that wraps up another edition of john solomon reports the podcast from Justin news hey quick reminder if you want to get healthy blood pressure get it under control do what i've been doing take super beats heart shoes today. And if you go to getsuperbeats.com, getsuperbeats.com, use the promo code JustNews, you're going to get quite a deal on your first order. Go do that. Do something for your health going into the holidays, your blood pressure. Keep your blood pressure under control, your kidneys, your heart, your lungs, they all do better and you feel better one more time go to get superbeats.com use the promo code just news all right that wraps up our friday edition the friday after thanksgiving edition of john solomon reports the podcast from justin news god bless you folks we'll be back tomorrow with a great show oh lou dobbs is in the house that's right you heard me right lou dobbs the one and only he'll join us for our saturday edition as well as brandon judd down at the border all right folks we'll be back with you tomorrow G-O-L-D, GOLD. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. 800-200-4653, GOLD. Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon, Just the News family. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables